Boss? Yo. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. Team looking solid. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. And Dixon, here we go. So we got two of the four in the trade that just happened. I don't know. Were you guys into one on Monday night or Sunday night? Not at all. No? No. What about you, uh, Dixon? I uh, I may have gotten into one. I take Sunday, Mondays off. So Mondays being off just means I go uh, full full pedal on the gas. Little, little liquid courage in the uh, group. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't spiced it up in a while, so I wanted to make sure I got involved. <laughs> I just... I knew the holiday Monday, so I, I wasn't the trades I was judging that on. I was like, oh, fuck, it's Sunday. Probably everyone's off work Monday. I wonder if this is the reason behind everyone trading tonight, but fuck, what a night that was. Yeah, I know some guys were into her. I had a golf tournament the next day, so I took it easy. Okay, fuck. Good for you, man. Yeah. All right, so listen, we'll get right into her. So first trade, I'll ask your opinion, Zach, and Dixon, if you want to jump on after, by all means. So Zach, you trade it. Dawson Knox, Jefferson, a fifth round pick to Jake for Nick Chubb, Rojo, round seven. How do you feel? I mean, I think my side of the trade is pretty self-explanatory. I had a shit ton of wide receivers on my team. Justin Jefferson was my favorite. I love the guy. He's going to be a star. Already is a star. But if you look through my team, I needed a horse running back. I was just, that's what I was missing. So I was willing to give up Jefferson to get Chubb. I think Chubb's a top five running back. And he's got a good keeper tag, fourth round. If he was first or second, I probably wouldn't have made the trade. But I look at him as a three-year keeper going forward. So I was willing to give up Jefferson. Still have Diggs, Allen, Claypool, and then a couple good uh, young wide receivers who could you know uh evolve as the year goes on rondell moore i got bateman who i think is going to be good on baltimore eventually jay crowder so i needed a running back and i went and got him dixon what do you think you know when i first saw the trade i wanted to make sure zach knew how i felt (laughs) and and uh he knows that i think he got robbed i think dawson knox is is the next travis kelsey I okay. think here's my thinking on Knox though. I want to keep Kyle Pitts, so I was willing to trade Knox because Pitts is my tight end of the future. And I think Dawson Knox is very touchdown dependent, and those are gonna dry up eventually. Hey, he's having a great year, but Kyle Pitts is the next Kelsey. How do you feel with Kyle Pitts just having Matt Ryan anchored to him? Well, like, yes, it worked out last week when all the options yeah, were gone. This but... year, I know he's going to have – he's going to be inconsistent this year. But, I mean, there's too much talent there for him to not be a star. You saw it last week. He's going to be absolutely amazing. He's a wide receiver playing tight end. Oh, I know. Yeah, I watched Florida a lot. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, watching him go through college was insane. Yeah, Dawson Knox, he's just a Bob Tanya this year right now right exactly. but uh but still I, I i love to just get in the mix and see that you know dawson knox is traded i just had to make sure you know hey that. i i do like dawson knox i think he's gonna have a huge year he already is but i was willing to move him it's a tight end you know you can pick and uh choose you can pick them up on the wire and he's gonna have good weeks he's gonna have bad weeks i'm going to tweet you every time he scores a touchdown good i hope <laughs> Zach, are you suggesting you don't think Dawson Knox will have 17 touchdowns this year? 
Uh, he could, <laughs> but I don't think so. His touchdown pace is stupid. Mm-hmm. I he know. Five That's... touchdowns already. So, yeah, and you picked him up off the free agency, I right? picked yeah. him up two weeks ago off waivers, and then he was like yeah. the sixth-ranked tight end, and he was on waivers, so I grabbed him, used him to I... get chubbed. I already texted you what I thought. Say what you want to say about Zach and that trade, but really solid, really solid team now, man. Like top to bottom, and it's crazy. yeah. You understand why I did it. I know giving up Jefferson is a lot, yeah. but I needed a running back. And it's I would be interested because we're having Eric and Dave on after this too, on a mm-hmm. separately. And I'd be curious to see because I know when we asked that poll question, a lot of it was like I can't believe like early on in the year I thought your team was trash. Yeah. And now you just flipped the switch, and I think it's one of the most appealing teams in the league. And, hey, Dixon, you too. Like, I thought your team was, well, trash. I don't know why. Maybe just because you're Dixon. <laughs> Facts. But your team's fucking solid too. Discriminated. And one thing I know league owners wanted me to have you on here today was, you know, the, the general managing hat that you have on, and can you do it for 17 weeks? And we're going to break down your trade that you just did. Honestly, my trade – was a no-doubter. And I thank you, Connor, for bringing it to my attention that I should even trade Barkley so quickly. So just announce your trade for everybody in the group just in case they they missed it. So in case you missed the blockbuster, that is Dixon giving away players. Um, I traded uh, Saquon Barkley for an an eighth-round pick for Miles Gaskin in a fifth-round pick. Sorry, boys. That was my radio. (laughs) <laughs> so <laughs> right on cue too <laughs> so the reason behind this is i took a flyer in a first round pick with saquon right and i had two first round picks so either way i'm not going to keep saquon he's way too risky on the injury front yeah. as we saw so i took that flyer he only really had one good week in the first five um, he goes down, you see that ankle, it blows right up. I'm thinking, you know what, this guy's done. Even if he does come back, you know he's going to be limited. You know he's not going to be the Saquon I took a first-round gamble on. So I also need to make the playoffs this year because I'm not going to stay in this group chat if I just keep making, missing the, the goddamn playoffs. Like, I'm a fool. So all of a sudden, Hank comes out of nowhere. He's like, we'll take the starting running back. He's only had one good week too, but I'll also give you a fifth-round pick, and this guy's going to start all those weeks Saquon's hurt. Yeah. So why would I not jump on that? You know stay what? Relevant? I don't mind the trade from your perspective. I'm not high on Saquon. I think, I don't know. He's lost his explosiveness. He's just, he's got a few touchdowns, but he's not having those big rushes that he used to have early in his career. And like you said, you need a guy in your lineup to make playoffs. So I, I don't mind the trade. Basically what it came down to is just. Yeah. Gaskin's just been metal. garbage, but I mean, he's gonna, he's got to be better here eventually. Exactly. Well, they're playing the Jaguars this week. Let's see. Let's yeah. see if anything comes. But it was basically like I gotta stay relevant. Uh, Saquon, we have no idea what he's gonna be after this after this sprain. Like, yeah, maybe it wasn't a break, but geez, we know this is gonna linger all year long now, and I'm not gonna keep him anyways. So let's just jump on someone now, move up a few spots in the draft. It's kind of irrelevant anyways, but kind of keeps me in the mix. So I'll take that for now. Yeah, the guy's a band aid. I mean, no other way to put it. Yeah. Rory, how do you feel about it? I mean, I was coaching practice for Jax, and then I came out and I had like 30 missed messages. I have Barkley in my other league, and I just traded for him. And that fucking hurt. <laughs> Pro football docs at two to three weeks. I He was turning a corner, man. Like, I was not expecting him to go off against New Orleans. 
and then that happened and that's such a play too but Mm -hmm. i don't know you kind of cement i don't think gaskin has the ceiling as barkley but i think he has a floor. yeah but you know i think this for hanker like this is a pretty good sell high candidate like who Mm -hmm. would have saw him put up 27 points against tampa bay yeah. But then you kind of already said Dixon. He's playing Jacksonville and Atlanta. And you got to love that he has a week 14 bye going into playoffs if you make it. So you'll be fresh. He's got the Jets, New Orleans, and Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. I'm with it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. At first, I think you look at it, you're like, oh, is this an overreaction? But for those reasons, like, hey, I have no issues with that. It's your team. If that's the way you feel, then give her. Yeah, and, and Hank's got to be pretty pumped too, right? Like he got Saquon Barkley and he's not even going on the IR. So, you know, he doesn't even have to think about, you know, bringing one of his stars off the IR that he has there now, right? So it's it's just a smart move for him. He, and he gets to keep the kicker of the future on there and, and, and stash him away like a like a nice gold, gold mm-hmm. locket. So talking about IRs, have we seen Hank's IR spots here? Yeah, Landry and Gold. Now, it was my understanding of the rules that one of those spots were for COVID. Yeah. Yet, yet a COVID guy's on the bench. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think we'll throw that up for discussion, what we're going to do about penalizing that, if it's going to be a verbal warning or if we're going to do something to prevent that from happening. I don't think there's much foul of play here. But I just, I just went through the lineups and I saw a couple IR things, so I thought we'd have a quick segment about IR police. Also, who holds on to a kicker? That is a great question. And <laughs> I got even a better one after I go after the next one. So we have Kirk as well. I think he just forgot at this point. Gerald Everett, he's not on the IR anymore for COVID. And he's on his IR. But yeah, not too concerned. But he will probably have to drop somebody. So he is holding on to a fairly solid bench. Dobbins is on the IR. He could just flip him out in two seconds. You can't, though. One's COVID. Oh. You hate to see that, Kirk. You hate to see yeah, that. Yeah, so that's a good bench, and maybe he's forced to trade someone or something because there is a good some good pieces on there that he's holding on to. Now, this is one, and I think Dave would even be ashamed about it, and when we guys are done here, I'm going to call him out on it. Have we ever seen anybody in our league put a defensive back on the <laughs> IR? Absolutely embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> He's only three pick sixes away from affecting the matchup, man. Might as well hold on to him for week eight. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Like, I don't know. Like, who just – like, I assume he saw the news. Like, oh, that's a good guy. I'm going to throw him on my IR. Like, Yeah. Like, I don't think he even puts up many points, Gilmore, because usually they stay away from him. But maybe it's different this year. But I just felt that rather interesting. Yeah, some state – Dave's team's good, but that's some – that's all right, but Dave, that's some shoddy GM work right there. I mean, come on. <laughs> Dixon, care to comment? Oh, buddy, he, he's just a chemist, and he's just working with, you know, some different formulas that we're not aware of. <laughs> Watch this guy come back and just be <laughs> unbelievable. Like yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't uh, fault Dave, you know. Hey, I just, he, he woke up for the draft this year. Give him some credit. Yeah, this guy's on a different level, and I'm just going to hopefully I can ride his coattails. So, we might as well segue into Zach's matchup. I think this is matchup of the week. You're taking on Jarrett. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, so, Jared's two and three, but I think his team's better than that. Uh, he's had some bad luck. I mean, 
Love his running backs. James Robinson is an absolute horse. He's got Zeke, so two great running backs. Defect receiver, Dodwin and Williams. We've actually got four guys between us going in the game tonight, so it's a big game tonight, and uh, it's going to be a tough matchup. Is Gronkowski playing? Well, he's got Gronk in his line. Oh, he's inactive, and he's he's in his lineup. Jared is actively sitting a player. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so, we cannot mention this until or eight. he can play so, his Parnum or Parham from the Chargers for 2.78 projected points. Yeah, wow. It, I You're mean, tra- what time's game time? It's got to be around 8 15, 8 25. 8 20. I mean, this is not going to be published till nine o'clock at the earliest. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is very interesting. Crads, yeah. you're shopping Hunter Henry. You just found a buyer, buddy. Oh, wow. Jared hates Hunter Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't like X Chargers? No. Nope. <laughs> he stayed healthy for about five minutes on that team. So yeah. And yeah, he's on Max Williams on his bench. He's not very like, this is not very Jarrett like, you know, like usually he's on top of things. And no. um he's got Max Williams. I think he's out for the year. Yeah. And also Gronk there. So there's two things there that are basically screaming that he's not. He's not the same fantasy manager. Maybe just having a bad week. Who knows? Not sure what's going on there. Yeah. Like, I don't want to make too many predictions tonight, but, like, if he's going to be doing that right now, I think you won this week, Zach. Yeah. Thank you. You're active, man. So, get on you for that. So, let's jump into the next one. I'll pull an audible here. We might as well go into Dixon's matchup with Murat. And... As we talk about Murat, I appreciate both of you fellas today not cooking soup in the background and, like, doing the dishes <laughs> and having to be reminded three times. So, thank you for being professional. Dixon, what do you think? I think Murat is going with a bold strategy, keeping a guy with COVID in the lineup. Um, might affect the rest of the team. Ah, but, boy. you know. <laughs> DMs are asleep at the wheel right now. What is going on? What is going on? <laughs> to be fair, he just got announced with COVID, like, three hours ago, but. Yeah, I I went looking for his backup within ten minutes of that, and he was already gone. So, same to to Jerry. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I will thank say, you. Mirage's team is better than I thought it would be. He's having a decent year. I think he's going to beat you this week, Dixon. Well, that's just a messed up thing to say, man. <laughs> if he can find a running back to put in his line, let's see who he's got on his bench. Hide. Oh, he's got oh Patterson's on a bye. Yeah, huh. Corderell Patterson was his, like, horse this year. Hey, Glass, do you see who was at the bottom of his bench? Uh, Jenkins? And that's a defensive back, right? Yeah. Yeah, interesting strategy. <laughs> Got to stash those DBs. Got to stash those DBs. If the DBs putting up, like, 20 points or fitting there, I think it was, like, Rashad Jones back when he's Miami. He's putting up, like, 15 points a week. Yeah, I get it. Like, is Jenkins even having a good year? Like, I think he had a good first week. He is. He's having okay, I guess. Uh, He's the fifth-ranked DB, but. He's all right, yeah. A couple weeks there, but it's not the tackles. Like, it just scares me when it's interceptions, because that's not consistent. Yeah. Like, without Shaw Jones, he's getting, like, 15 tackles a week. And Mm he's got a freaking interception. Like, Jesus Christ. But, are you guaranteeing a win? Of course, I'm guaranteeing a win. He's starting two guys that are projected for zero points. <laughs> yeah, like he's got 
Parker, Devontae Parker in his lineup, projected for zero. Huh. So, again, bold strategy. He can go to Aguilar if he wants, but, like, doesn't yeah. look like he's going to play. Naheem Hines in the flex. So, yeah, yeah, maybe I will take you this week, Dixon. Oh, thanks, buddy. I really appreciate that you come around like that. Mm-hmm. No, it's... This Packers game is going to mean a lot, though, right? It's going to be all the Packers strategy. So if they if they pass a lot, Rodgers and Devontae is going to probably win the matchup. But if Aaron Jones has one of his three touchdown games again, well, then yeah, it'll probably turn right there. They've but, been splitting it a lot between him and A.J. Dillon. I wasn't expecting that. I know, right? A.J. Dillon's really in the mix this year with Jamal Williams yeah, going. There's, there's a lot of teams with uh, two-headed monsters at running back this year. I had a 17-week season, so they're trying to save their horses. I do like the strategy. Yeah, man. Green Bay, Cleveland, Dallas. Yeah. Oh, man. Detroit, even. Swift and Jamal Williams both projected over 10 points. Yeah. Yeah. You should play both of them, Dixon. (laughs) I literally thought about it. (laughs) (laughs) Any further comments on this matchup? Nope. 20 bucks on Dixon. If anyone out there listens to this and thinks Murad's going to win, I'll give you two to one odds. (laughs) (laughs) How did that Hobbs game go last night? I'm still waiting for Glass to send me his email. He did? What? I put it oh, in the group. Oh, oh, sorry. Got a little yeah. amnesia. Right. Amnesia with the money leaving my pocket there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we had you on, you know? We just want to make sure that you're going to pay up. Wow. You got you got to save that money for the next big sporting event you go to. I mean, you don't miss a game. <laughs> no kidding. I'm Sometimes an influence. two in one day. Got money for sporting tickets, but you don't have money for glass, eh? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And I, I never tell you about the winners, eh? I just like to let you guys know about the losers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we go. So we got Smith. We got Bales. What do you think what, of Bales' this, lineup? This is a great matchup. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bales has a great team. I mean, I thought I had him last week, too, going into uh, well, the four o'clocks are almost over. And I was up like 30 or 40 points. And then Eckler had about 20 points in the fourth quarter. And, I mean, then his team just went off. And then and then Allen put up almost 40 points in the Sunday nighter. Fucking nuts. Disgusting. And it's funny, too, because I'd been winning, kind of just getting lucky. My team was doing good, but the guys I was playing, wasn't. they weren't getting many points against me. And then I put up my best week of the season, and then Bale still beat me by 20. So I was due for one of those, but. That's yeah, that fantasy. Happened. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Dixon, what do you think? We'll see with Dalvin Cook coming back for Eric there. Yeah. He was off the last couple of weeks, right, with his ankle sprain. But now that he's, you know, going to be back full full practice today too. So, yeah, if Dalvin got... Cook's back to Dalvin Cook and, you know, Carolina defense, I don't – they've been some part of it. I'm pretty sure they're ranked in the top 20. But, like, what does that say with Dalvin Cook, right? Like – I think that's going to decide the matchup right there, what Dalvin Cook you're getting. Because Kareem yeah. Hunt, he's usually good for a couple bursts. Yep. Um, Hopefully yeah, but... nothing. Hopefully he sprains an ankle and he's out for a couple weeks. So <laughs> Grub Chubb can control that back. Yeah, I like. I mean, he's a woman beater, so is it that bad to say? No, no, God, no. <laughs> no. And, and Bailey's got him too, right? And no one yep. wants to see Bailey win. That's just not okay. Yeah, but I do have Bailey squeaking one out this week. I think he's moving to 5-1. and one. Yeah, I can like it. Just even Kyler last week, like his shoulder. Yeah, and then it's just I'm not sure. Like he, like he's got bench spots there. He could flip some things around, but so could Bales. Like, yeah, is he really gonna play Damian Harris fumble? Like, 
he's hurt, fumbles, playing Dallas. Like, I'm sure he could switch him out. He's got options, which is nice, but uh-huh. I, I would might take have to leave, unfortunately, bail once, but this will be a good matchup for the week. Yeah. I'll go into my matchup here against the Monstars. And Christian McCaffrey sucks at football. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what's going on? Jesus, man. I thought he was back. And then the next thing you know, he's not spotted at practice. And He's questionable. I mean, I, I think he will play. But you think so? I think so. But I don't know. Like, it's, this is two years running now where he just can't get on the field. I don't like it. No. Uh, I mean, is Ridley playing this week? He's on bye. Oh, yeah. Shit. You know what? <laughs> Ah, I've got I've got Dave beating you. It's not oh, great, ah, but he's also starting Tyler he- Taylor Heineken. So. <laughs> nah, I'm going with Crads. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I got you winning this week. Jamar Chase, what a beast, eh? Oh fuck, I'm happy with him. He's got yeah. Detroit too. What round did you draft him? I believe fifth. Nice, nice. That's a good keeper, maybe. Ah, uh, well, Kelsey's leaving from the fifth too. I got a couple offers for him this week. One before yeah. the podcast, which I was told was a fair trade and I should accept, which I never take night. I just can't do that. <laughs> I hate when someone says that's fair. I'm like, <laughs> on whose terms? Like, no. Yeah. Like, you're managing my team? <laughs> yeah. You just don't want to say who's saying that, eh? You know what? Like, there's no easy week in our league this year. Everyone's got decent teams. I said it before the season started, but I mean, there's no easy week. No, not not everyone, at all. Like it's, everyone's got decent teams. That's right, man. So, Prads, I have you this week. Uh, Tennessee has Buffalo, right? So Derrick yeah. Henry, if there's any defense that's going to be able to, you know, somewhat contain what he can do, it's going to be Buffalo. So yeah. even his best player is, you know, in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's a get, get right week for Kelsey and friends there yeah. too. So KC, they. Huh. I felt I a lot. Better about C McSee when he wasn't uh, when he was at practice, but we'll see what happens. I have to throw someone else in there, which looks ugly, but we'll go from there. Buddy, he's he's got the love bug. Him and his new girl. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fuck, I I'd want to sit at home with her too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Shoot one in your belly button about that one. <laughs> uh, let's go into Curtis Mo, and then we'll get on to the last matchup. Yeah, so let's just call it how it is. I think Mo's been the most disappointing team on the season. Yeah. I think on the preseason rankings, I had him in the top three or four, and, I mean, it's just been ugly. He's still got a decent team, too. I mean. Did anyone else see Allen Robinson falling off a cliff? Uh, I mean, with the QB situation there, yeah. Yeah, to figure it out though. That's a thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. He's been bad, eh? Got Mark. Have a touchdown. Sorry. Got one. One touchdown. One touchdown. Week two. Yeah, it's been pretty ugly, man. Yeah, I've got. uh, Kirk's gonna win, I think. I got Kirk winning this week. But Gio Bernard, I mean, yeah. There's a chance Gio Bernard puts up one point this week, and that's not, like, coming out of nowhere either. He had zero rushing attempts yeah. up until last week. I think he had a touchdown last week, didn't he? Yeah, reception. Yeah, but, I mean, playoff Lenny, that's his backfield. 
when I drafted Fournette, I thought he'd kind of, you know, I th- I looked at him as a flex or like a bench running back, but he's been fucking good this year. Decent. He's a good RB2 or flex for me. Yeah, man, very good. And like 19 points last week, like Miami's a pretty good matchup for running backs. Like, yeah. you would think James Robinson's going to go nuts this week. Yeah. But I guess we'll have a good indication of what's going to happen. Like, it should be, you would think it's going to be a for Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith. Yeah. Tonight. And yeah. we got nine minutes before Jarrett is locking in his roster. And <laughs> I am panicking for him. And he still hasn't adjusted. So. I'm right. curious about the Mo matchup, actually. Kirk, yeah? if you're listening to this, Kirk, I want to hear your reasoning for having Nick Vigil as your linebacker. Like, out of all the linebackers out there, why the guy that's not even projected to get three points? He was, like, putting up good numbers earlier on when I think Eric Hendricks was out. But then ever since he's came back, you can clearly see where he came back. That was week three. Mm-hmm. And then he's been kind of – and, like, a questionable mustache if you look at him. I'm looking at his player profile right now. And, yeah, that guy uh, doesn't have a lot of testosterone. Yeah. No. <laughs> 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 so, good point. Maybe Kirk will listen and make an adjustment. It's always funny when you say something on a podcast and you see, like, a day later they drop the player. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always – you love to see. He had an influence on that decision, so – yeah, I'm just checking in on the Leafs game. How about them Leafs down three nothing after the first to uh, Ottawa? <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, Gonna save what, that for yesterday. What a team! Oh, I am so low on the Leafs. I hope they fucking just crumble this year. <laughs> Fuck them. There you go. Montreal's two nothing to get like down two nothing to the Sabers. So yeah. Wow. This will go fine. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even know they had a hockey team. <laughs> I'm glad to hear your take on that class because I was like listening and I'm like, well, you're not a real elite fan if you don't tune in this week. I'm like, uh, I'm supposed to I get just, behind this fucking like fakers? Like what? I just could not care about the regular season. Talk Same. to me in May, you know? Yeah. Like I don't They could go 82 and 0. I don't give a shit. They're still going to choke in May. You know? I hear you, man. They're Everybody's, a bunch of pretenders. We'll get on to this last matchup here. And it's going to be Hanker versus Nibs. Jake? Yeah. What do you guys think? Who wins? Mm. I think Hank pulls one out. Yeah? I hope Jefferson goes off for two points for Jake. I mean, I got Chubb, but I mean, screw you now, Jefferson. He's starting Tony <laughs> Pollard, Hank is. So, uh, Tony's been good. John Taylor. I like Hank's team. Someone say the better. Never get Saquon back and healthy. Never. <laughs> no. Well, Jake, this is like make or break, right? This is why he drafted seventeen hundred running backs so yep. he could trade one to have a good team. Yeah. Now well, he's got a decent he traded team. Traded Chubb, and then an hour later, Hilaire went down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I noticed that too. Yeah. And then. Miles Sanders has been terrible. So, I mean, he's got a lot of running backs, but I wouldn't call any of them good right now. Nixon's been okay. Yeah. I mean, he's a 14th ranked running back, so he's just been average. But Yeah, it's crazy to see how quick that Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I, you know, I watched the Arizona game and the San Fran, and Elijah Mitchell looked decent. Like, he didn't get a lot of rushing attempts, but, like, I think – sorry, Jarrett. Uh, it just looked like he was running, like, just – didn't give up, no quit. 
Yeah. Maybe he turns into something. Good yeah, it's time. just but still, never not trust Sam Brand running backs. Yeah, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Going to go with Hank on this. Hank, all right, cool. Well, that wraps that up. So thanks for joining. Thanks for explaining your trades. Hey, appreciate you. Appreciate you having me on again. Anytime. Awesome, man. Thanks, yeah. Dixon. Yeah, thanks. If anyone uh, wants to bet that Mirage is going to beat me, two to one odds. You're a fool for taking it, but I'll take your money as well. All right. <laughs> All right, fellas. Have a good Dave, what's up? Not much. How's it going, guys? Good, guys. Is, um, we have switched the podcast around where we're having four people on today. Class and Dixon there break down their trade, go through the week matchups. And now joining us will be Dave from the Monstars. And we have Eric will be joining us too. We're going to go over the polls and all that fun stuff for today. So Eric has just joined us as well. So Eric, I just did a breakdown of exactly what we're going to be getting into. And the number one thing that I think we need to pay attention to at this moment, and I don't think we should be putting our attention anywhere else, is Jarrett has chaos going on in his lineup right now. Robert Ground. Rob Gronkowski is in his lineup. He has about probably 40 seconds to get him out or else he's going to be inactive at his tight end spot. Oh, shit. Hate to see it. And 820 just hit on my clock. I'm refreshing my page. And more than likely, he's locked in. Oh, Jared. You know, so you hate to see that. You really do. And just a heads up, Dave. We did get into some IR police in the earlier segment. Okay. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to defend yourself. It's not oh. like there's not an infraction. Don't panic. There's nothing wrong. It's just questioning. Stefan Gilmore, who is obviously a defensive back, is in your IR spot. Yeah, he's on the he's on the the PUP. Is that not is not is that not covered by the IR too? No, it's just I think this might be the first time in the Clarington Cup's history that a defensive backup put on the IR. And we're just wanting your strategy on that. No, honestly, honestly, fair fair enough. I just figured I don't have I I don't have like a single injured player on my roster. And I figured I figured why not just fill fill a player in in the IR spot and I don't know, I I had him at the start because I've always liked Gilmore as a as a defensive back, so I figured, well, I, don't, I don't know, why not just throw him on? <laughs> All right, man. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I just was wondering why. I wasn't sure if there's a better option at one point, but okay. It's not okay. an infraction. There's no fine for that. It was just <laughs> – I, I was just shocked. I was like looking through all the IR things because obviously the other league you've heard all about that. Oh yeah, we do, we do have two infractions on the IRs right now. And Kirk's team is just simple. It's just Jared Everett, it's COVID, and then Hank's team. He's put uh, he has two guys in the IR and one's a kicker. So I think that's also a first that a kicker's <laughs> been put on the IR. So anywho. We'll get into this pod, and basically what we're doing here today is Eric has basically made polls. He's been doing power rankings, which we're all familiar with, but this week, week five, one-third way through the season, he decided to add some more questions to it. So Eric has all the results. He's going to tee us up here, and then we're going to go over that, and then we'll watch some Thursday night football. Can't beat that. That's pretty solid. Eric, what do you got? All right, so this week I added a few questions. I think there's five of them. Six of them, five of them. 
So uh, the first question was, uh, which team has been the biggest surprise so far? And uh, right now it is a three-way tie between Marat, Dave, and Glassbull. Oh! Really? Dave's up there. I mean, like, Dave's team's pretty good. I'm surprised people are surprised that Dave's doing well. How do you feel about that, Dave? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm probably the same as Eric. I'd be a little little surprised just because just having the keepers that I have coming into this, just with with Waller, Henry, and Hopkins, it's like it's hard to it's hard to have a have a bad team having those three guys kind of back up your team. But I guess it's not like my team's like a like a like a super team or anything. So, but um, I I personally actually had a I had Dixon as because at the start yeah. of the year, yeah, at the start of the year, we were having the when Dixon was zero two, he was in that group. And we we're saying who's gonna pull themselves out of it, and it looks really like Dixon has like he's putting up a lot of points for. I can see that everybody was so low on him too, right? So yeah, it's I I had him pretty high. Eric, who did you have the biggest surprise? So I picked uh, Glasspool because when he started the season, I was like, he's got no running backs. And now he's a top team, so very proud of him so far. No, no kidding. Like we just broke it down, and yeah, like he's turned his team around. It looked ugly at the start of the year; it looked real ugly. But, but his team looks pretty solid now. So, what's the next one we got, Eric? So the next one was uh, which team has been the most disappointing so far, and uh, that one right now is a clear two-way tie between Kirk and the TC Williams Titans. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no. I, I probably put myself pretty low. Uh, yeah. What the fuck? Is this how it usually feels when you play fancy sports? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, like wow. C McC's not helping. It looks like he's out another week. Dave, who'd you put pick? Um, I I think. <laughs> I think I think I I didn't pick you because like the thing is you your team still at least has a decent amount of points for like you're still one of the higher teams in points for in the league I think I I think I had Kirk on that too yeah Kirk would, like Kirk would make sense I mean but his team doesn't look too bad like on paper like he's got a lot of depth I want to say I picked Mo as mine and. I mean, he's probably one week away from selling, I would imagine. Yeah, definitely. I, like, even I like did. again, I think I think I entered. I think I I put that in, but like before, Kirk like, had that big one fifty week. Like his team's actually looking looking like it's kind of coming around now. So that was the, honestly that was a really difficult question. Like who was the most disappointed? Like disappointing team? I there wasn't one. There really isn't one team in our league that I'm like, oh man, they are awful, or they are way worse than I thought they would be. It's, that was kind of a difficult one to answer. Eric, what about you? Yeah, I picked Kirk. Just kind of, I just kind of thought his team would have played a little better so far. But, yeah, Dave's right. It kind of seems like his team's finally coming together. So, I guess we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's still pretty even throughout the league, you know? Like, there isn't really anyone standing out. Like, obviously, you look at Bales. Like, he's got a pretty good points for right now. His points, again, are pretty low. But yeah, for all like pretty much everyone's in the six hundred for points four, other than Jake and Mo, really. So I don't know how this, how you guys think this trade affects Jake's team, because you know it went from all the depth in the world to 
pretty bare at running back with Alaire going down as soon as the deal was made. So it's crazy how it kind of flipped like that. Like you still have Sanders, Elijah Mitchell, but Sanders is underperforming. Tough matchup tonight, but maybe you'll pull a Miles Gaskin. Who knows? Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be be interesting for sure. Like I said, yeah, it it is kind of weird how Jake at that one point he had more running backs than he than he knew what to do with, and now it's like you like you said, it's kind of he's only got a couple now. Yeah, Eric, what's the next question you got? So the next question is, which team has been the most improved from last season? And it is currently a three way tie between myself, Bales, and Marat. Marat's getting love. Love it. Wow. I could see you for sure because you sold appropriately and you're second in the league. Well, like fucking pretty stoked right now. But like you said, this this is a very close league right now. So it's one bad week and I'm down again. But yeah, based on the results, I would definitely agree with myself and Bales. We were bottom three teams last season. We were both selling one of us better than the other maybe. But uh, yeah, we're both doing good this season. Are we sure Mirage didn't, like, take this poll, like, five times? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you can't, but, like, if Mirage using, like, different accounts, then probably. <laughs> He's probably Julie's freaking iPhone going through it than using their parents. Because, like, if I'm at the bottom <laughs> and he's at the top of all of this, this is a pretty strong correlation that he won't me suffer and him succeed. <laughs> I could see it, you know? I, I could see it, too, man. Like, some shady shit. Dave, what do you think? Um, I actually, yeah, I had, I had, um, I actually had uh, Dixon for that one again too, just for kind of the the, the trouble that he pro- he kind of had for the last last season. And like I said, I I like Dixon's team, I really do. And right now, I know he's only two and three, but again, he's he's up there and he's got more points for than than I do. Like, it, I, I think his team is is a solid team. It is pretty solid, man. He's going to have to make a move for a tight end, I think, in my opinion. And, yeah, like, we are always, like, tooting his horn recently about how good he is. But, yeah, he's still in ninth. But that just shows how tight he is right now. So, we'll see if Miles Gaskins pays dividends for him after his trade. What did you guys think of that trade? Did you guys like it? I I I wasn't I wasn't the biggest fan of that, that trade. I've, I've never been that high on Barkley, just, like I said, just because of – just because of all all of his injury history, but like they they were even like I kind of read the report on Barkley, and I, I don't think he's gonna obviously he's not gonna play this Sunday. But the fact that he might be back next week, it's like you've got you've still got Saquon Barkley with all the, the the with the ceiling that he has, and Gaskin. I just I've never been really the biggest fan of his. Like I know he blew up last week and had that twenty six point week, but I think that's a one in a million for him. I think his ceiling's a lot. A lot lower than than Barkley's is even when Barkley comes back. What about you, Eric? Yeah, I think uh, Hank put himself in the same boat I was in for the last couple of years, where you're just gambling on Saquon staying healthy. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Miles Gaskin too much either. I have read some things that he's going to be involved quite a bit once two is back. But at the same time, if Saquon's healthy, Saquon's the better player in that trade. But yeah, you're just trying to see if he plays or not. What did you think about the other trade with Glassball and uh, Jake? I'll be honest. I was uh, surprised Jake would sell Nick Chubb. I was like, I've been eyeing Jake's team every day pretty much. 
seeing what moves could be made. And I just kind of always thought Nick Chubb was his number one RB and he wasn't going to move him. So I was pretty surprised. I was shocked, but, you know, I he, he made a deal. I didn't think. Like, Jefferson's a pretty good piece going back. I think it helped out Glass's team a lot. It makes sense for him. And Jefferson, I think, is at an 11th. That's a pretty good keeper tag. But, yeah, I thought he was going to get rid of, like, uh, Mixon or whatever. But I guess that's tough with the ankle injury. You can't really sell him that high. What about you, Dave? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much just the same same as you guys. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm still amazed with uh... – with Cleveland and their running backs, how how Chubb and Hunt can get so many points, like both of them. Like they both have – they're splitting with each other, and they both have number one kind of running back stats. But, um, yeah, like Jefferson going back is obviously a good piece. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a really big fan of him, even though I'm a big feeling guy, as you know. But <laughs> – um, again, yeah, like Ronald Jones, I'm, I'm not really – I'm not really too big on him. I think he's kind of kind of fading away in Tampa's backfield. But uh, I don't know. I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. It's football. You never know after week one of a trade. Someone can go down and get hurt. A lot of things can change. And I just want to point out a touchdown that helped no one. O.J. Howard just caught a two-yard touchdown. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I'm I have Brady, right, Dave? So that's uh Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would have pieced that together. But oh, at yeah, least at okay. least I have suck up. I'm getting the extra point. Oh, we're oh, we love kickers. Kickers are just such a vital part of fantasy football. So. I, I, so I heard what you were saying about kickers crads on the on the other podcast on the Gentleman's Cup. So yeah. you you you're really like are you really adamant against not having kickers? Like you really don't like them? So for everyone else, is uh, what happened was I put a proposal for next year is that to get rid of kickers and add another flex spot, I just think it's just better to watch. I just don't love kickers. I never really did. I think I proposed this before, and everyone, I don't think it got approved. So, hey, we have democracy here. Maybe in the offseason we consider that. We get rid of kickers, add another flex piece. And we'll see. I don't know what you think about that, Eric. It's, I'm moving up the times. I just think kickers are just – I don't like it. I just don't. Is this? I don't like week because your kicker put up twenty points, or they pull a hammy and they get one. Yeah, I mean, like I don't think I've ever really thought about my thoughts on kicker position before. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd be down to add a flex spot either way. I yeah. think it's a, a better representation of like who can you know pick up the best like players that are on the waiver wire and shit like that when it comes to kickers like is this you know usually the top three kickers are sitting there and it's kind of matchup dependent what do you think dave oh uh, like I, I i actually agree with eric I, I agree with adding a flex but i want i want the kickers to say i'm a big kickers guy i just think <laughs> <laughs> like again i know i know you think that's kind of it's it's old school which is which is fairly true but i don't know it's part it's just part of the game they're they're part of the game they're part of fantasy football and you know what? Uh, I actually, I actually met a, one of the buddies I work with. Said I hadn't heard heard it before, but they have in their league. Um, if their kicker kicks a field goal that's less than thirty yards, they only get two points, which I thought was pretty strange. Yeah. But yeah, no. Anyway, I'm I'm all for kickers, so don't don't hate on them. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing we got a democracy and everyone has a say on this. Doesn't worry about Dave and his like love for kickers. He's old school. He likes Adam Thielen, Mike Vick. 
that's Dave. All right. So love it, Eric. I think we have two more questions. Is that right? Yeah. So uh, second last one is uh, who do you think will finish first during the regular season? And it's pretty unanimous. Everybody's taken bails. Really? Okay. I guess four and one. I get. I think I put glass for that one. What did you put, in, Eric, for Dave? I um I I put in bails as well. Just, Same. Just the record and his points for I like just seeing like seeing Bales' quarterback stats like made me almost sick. Like he had Josh Allen put up thirty six and a half points, and then he had Herbert on his bench put up forty two points. I, I couldn't believe it. Like I'm streaming a quarterback every week, and he's got two of those beasts. I guarantee you, he will send you a trade if you send for Herbert. He's going to want Darren Waller. <laughs> and he's going to tell you that's fair. <laughs> that's just my thought. But yeah, Debo's going off too. Like I think he's a top four wide receiver right now, and he's got a pretty solid roster. Cream Hunt should go off. I imagine if they're chasing points, trying to pass him the ball a lot. And yeah, he's got a good team. Nothing against that. I put Glass. Bales is up there too. I think I put him at two. So that makes sense. And Eric, your final question, what is it? So the last one is who do you think will finish last during the regular season? And we got a variety of answers, but so far leading the way is Mo. Yeah. I think he's pretty close to selling. What do you who'd you put, Dave? Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I put Mo as well. Just just for the the, the record, the record and the points for. Yeah, Eric. Yeah, I also pick Mo. Uh, same kind of reason, but uh, some of the other options are all teams that I think are pretty good. So I'm not sure if people are throwing shade or what's going on here. Who are they? Well, we got Bones, which I don't know. I guess is a fair answer, but. Uh, <laughs> We got Dixon, we got Nibs, we got Kirk, we got yeah, we got quite a few there. Wow, okay. I was just thinking that was going to be me and uh, uh, Bones and I, and then I already confirmed my suspicions correct, and Mirage just putting multiple counts in to get us <laughs> to the bottom. <laughs> but okay, well, this is interesting. Like polls, and we probably should do it like every couple of weeks to have that much. It's probably a lot of work for you, but it brings on discussion to see where everyone's thinking. You know. Yeah, like I'm thinking of doing them every like four or five weeks, kind of just yeah, popping them back up. And yeah, it's no extra work for me because of Google Forms, and we are not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll conclude this, and we'll go watch Thursday Night Football. There's two players with these stats. I'm going to read out to you, and I want you to try and guess who the players are. One was viewed as a top five wide receiver of the start year, and one guy is breaking out right now. Stats are 28 receptions, 374 yards, one touchdown. This is wide receivers. The other one is 29 receptions, 368 yards, and one touchdown. One was a top five receiver, and one was a breakout. Any guesses? Um, Eric, you can you can go first. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a yeah. gentleman! I'm going to guess Stefan Diggs. Correct. And I'm going to guess Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony? Yeah. Okay. Dave, what do you think? <laughs> okay. On no word of a lie, I was considering saying Diggs. <laughs> I don't want to just like. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I just, I, I wasn't sure what, what, the, what the touchdown rate was with Diggs. So 
he was the top five guy. And, and what, what, sorry, what was the other stat line that you read? The guy is currently breaking out as a second round, uh, second year wide receiver, got drafted in the second round last year. He's a, he's a second year wide receiver. Second year wide receiver got drafted second round last year. Is, is it, is it Jefferson? No, no, it's not Jefferson. Who is it? Michael Pittman. Oh, okay. I thought that was interesting. I've been trying to buy him. I sent an offer to Dixon. He said no. And, uh, yeah, he's been putting up good numbers. 12 targets, 12 targets, 8 targets, 7 targets. Finally got his touchdown. He mossed somebody last week. But, yeah, it was interesting. Like, do you guys think Stephon Diggs is going to come back? Or you think he's uh, going to, you know, he's not going to be the same receiver? He might just be like an Adam Thielen that just fades away in the offense. I think, like, I think he's still going to be, like, a legit wide receiver but i don't i don't think he's going to be a top five wide, wide out anymore i think that he's just i think josh allen's just sharing the ball too much in that offense because like that the amount of targets and receptions that Diggs had was like almost like record breaking last season i just i don't i just don't think he's going to get the same target share to get those numbers what do you think eric i mean yeah i kind of agree but being the top option on like a top offense doesn't hurt and yeah i'm um, I'm not too sure if like Dawson Knox is going to keep up his yardage and all it takes is one injury to those two side guys and Diggs is taking all those targets again. That's true. Sanders has a history of getting hurt and he's playing pretty good right now. So, all right. So that concludes. You guys have anything you want to get off your chest before we end this thing? Uh, so are you still, are you still on Derrick Henry not being a top 10 running back? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> um, I'm just going to move the goalposts a little bit. That's all. Like I meant in the next five years, he's not going to be a 10. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll give you that. I think that's a fair statement. I, I just want to clarify. That's what I meant. I don't know what you guys heard me say. I've never said that this year he's going to be a top, t- like outside top 10. Never said that. <laughs> <laughs> But watch, after I say that this week, he's going to get hurt. And I was right all along. <laughs> exactly. Then I won't come on the podcast again. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll bite you right away as soon as he gets hurt. But I hope he does it. He's fun to watch, man. Like that guy's just like a man playing with kids, you know? Oh, it's just, just like an old school running back. Yeah, he's just 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 a beast. But like, you know, I think he has like 158 touches already. Like it's absolutely insane. Like, and, like he's getting receptions too this year, which is pretty crazy. At one point, he had more targets than Kamara, so that just says a lot, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Eric, anything else? Uh, I've got no beef. Just uh, good luck this weekend, boys. All Thank right. you. Good luck to everybody. And, yeah, let's watch some Thursday Night Football. Thanks for coming on, guys. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. See you, boys.